What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast from AM to PM. Hi, guys. We didn't even plan that. That that worked out well. It did. It did. <laughs> We're doing good. We're starting off on the right foot. Holy moly. Priscilla's going to be 40. <sighs> yep. Next Abby, time. 16. Next time you guys hear me after this, I'll be 40. Is my You'll be hearing the change. voice of a 40-year-old. <laughs> it's a big deal. It is. Is it less of a big deal now than it used to be? I don't know. You mean for me personally? No, like just age-wise. You know, they're like 30s, the new 20. Oh. 40s, the new 20. Why is everything the new 20? What's so great about being 20? 20 sucked. Right? You couldn't drink, right? You're still like under your parents' insurance. I guess that's a good thing. But like... <laughs> Everybody's broke when they're 20. Like, we how were is not under our parents' insurance? No, we were not. I was military then, but you know what I mean? Like, 20 yeah. wasn't great. Yeah. Who wants to be 20? Know. But I'm, you know, I'm, um, I embrace age. I don't, Priscilla does. Yeah. Like, yeah. She does. She, you're not like the type of person that's like, I'm so old. I mean, we say that jokingly often. Right. Like, we're old. Like, we have old kids. We are, you know, sometimes we feel old just like everybody else does, but. But I'm not, like, stressed out about turning 40. Right. Like, a lot of people stress out about different milestones. That's yeah. not me. Yeah, like, if I got you a, if on your cake was, like, 39-ish or something, you would not approve. You're like, no, I'm 40. And <laughs> I'm, I'm 40 proud and of it. I'm owning it, yeah. yeah. Like, but then on the other hand, if I get you any over-the-hill things, you, that's not okay. Yeah, I just don't want over-the-hill. Like, yeah, that's, I, it's, just it's like hacky. a throw-it-in-the-towel thing, maybe. <laughs> My dad was so anti over the hill. He's like, do not let anyone do black. I was going to get you one of those canes with the horn on it. Oh my little, gosh. You know, old we're man not there canes. Yet. I no. think that's like 60 maybe. Is it? Yeah, like but when we're 60, we're going to be like, we're not old. Yeah. We feel great. You know, my dad's that way. Yeah. You know, he's in his 70s and he's like, he's like, I don't, I feel like I, he says he sees the world through the eyes of a 20 year old. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like how, and I think a lot of us do that. Like we, like I went for a run this morning. And I was like, I can run. I ran when I, you know, like I, you, you cling to that. Like I was a runner. You were a runner. I ran a six minute mile. Now I can run for six minutes. <laughs> hey, you know what? You did something. It felt good. It was a good way to start the day. You got up and you moved. And then I had two cups of coffee to, there to, you go. to chase the run. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Yeah. So let us know. How do you guys feel about aging yeah like, make sure you're uh leaving us those voicemails yeah on anchor if you listen to us on anchor you can leave like a voice message to us which is pretty cool that is cool and then we can include you guys in the uh in in the podcast which yeah. is fun so priscilla reached out on instagram once again i want to see what you guys had to say we love talking about um what you guys want to hear about. Well, yeah, that's how I told Asa. He's like, oh, I hate asking people, but I'm like, I want to talk about what they want to know about. Well, and it's kind of cool, too, because it, like, it spurs conversation between the right. two of us, it you does. know, which I do enjoy. I love having, so Priscilla got this little bistro set outside. I was actually like, how can I move the podcast set up to the bistro <laughs> table? Because we sit outside in the morning and we have our coffee, you know, and, and we ha we know how much time we have before the before the shade is gone. And the sun's directly on the table, and, like, that's our cutoff time. Like, you can't sit there and have coffee any, any you know, past the shade because um, then it's too hot. And also we need to be productive, but it's it's pretty nice. Isaiah took Abby to school today, so we got a little more time we did. than usual. But so Noel, GRLCV. I have to Noel. say I like not filming because I can, like, 
I can be in my pajamas, which I'm in right a now. A few people were super disappointed with I it know, not being a video. But know, but here but we we did want to keep the podcast a podcast. Right. We we just you know, we're like I mean, and seriously guys, like you can most phones come with a podcast app built in, whether it's like Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts. You can listen to us on both of those. Um, you can download an app, you know, you can download Anchor, and then you can leave us the voice message, uh, however you want to do it. But honestly, like, wh- the way I listen to podcasts, I, I don't watch podcasts. Well, And, and if you it- don't have YouTube Premium, like, you have to have the screen on the whole time, right. you know, to be able to watch us on YouTube. Same thing on Facebook. You know, if you go off the screen, it's going to stop playing. So... And honestly, it's going to keep us more consistent because we don't have to be like, quote unquote, ready for the day. Uh, Camera ready. You know, like, yeah, yeah. it's way different. Um, I look like a hot mess right now. And you guys have no idea. Her pajama bottoms don't match her pajama top. Yeah. Controversy. Yep. So Noel, Jerry Olazumi, (laughs) said tips for successful marriage despite the extreme stress and exhaustion or special needs parenting. Love you both. Looking forward to listening. Like we're all, we're always kind of exhausted, <laughs> so so that does you know we have we have our glorious catch up days with autism, right? Some exactly, of it's our bad choices. Yeah, that we for stay sure. Up too late for sure. And Abigail, so Abigail's. Let's see if there's a. Um, looks like you may have a younger child. Okay. So a- Abigail has aged to the point where, um, she her sleep patterns have improved and, and you know, you guys know if you watch the vlog, like, like sometimes it's, it's not great for a week, but then we'll have like a couple of weeks where it's fine. It's right. totally manageable. Everything's hunky dory. You know, she'll sleep till like nine thirty on a weekend and that's glorious. And, uh, not this weekend, Priscilla got up with her, yeah. but, but, uh, you know, so, so we do get caught up on, on our sleep and stuff. As far as like the go, go, go thing. Um, again, we've got, you know, we're older parents. We've got things in place that, that certainly help with that, but we can definitely relate early on. Um, and I don't mean to say early on, like for a short period of time, like for a decade or better, uh, we were team no sleep and going all the time and fully exhausted. We, I I think it's all about a mindset and it's the things you say out loud for me. And then I'll let Priscilla speak on her point of view on that. But for me, it's a mindset thing. So it's the things you say out loud that kind of, that can determine your mindset. So for me, it's, you know, we often say to each other, like, I would, I wouldn't want to go through fill in the blank with anybody else. Right. So as far as like, like cultivating our marriage, I wouldn't want to, um, you know, face this challenge with anybody else. And we say those things out loud. And honestly, like it makes the things that we're facing easier to face. Right. And we were verbally expressing that we're doing this together and that we are a team. And that's the biggest thing is being a team. Um, so hopefully you have someone, even if you're like a single parent, you know, my best friend, Caitlin, she is single, but she has an amazing family that helps her with Kadel, you know? So as long as you have somebody in your life that can help you navigate and know when you need a break. Um, so maybe if you have a friend, maybe you don't have anybody in your family who has autism, but you have a friend who does help them out if you feel like they need help. Um, because it's definitely tolling, right? Tolling on takes a toll. Yeah. Yeah. On, um, just everything about life, you know? So I would say either work together as a team, make sure you're communicating that 
when you need a break too. We're really good at like, hey, I know tomorrow is my day to take Ab, but can you take her? You know, right. and it's nothing against Abigail. It's just you need that little alone time. Yeah, it's not. That's not an Abby thing. It's a task thing. It's a you know, right. it's has nothing to do with the girl. It has everything to do with the you know required of getting yourself going and yeah. out the door and dealing with other drivers and all that stuff. Uh, Aliva. Why do you Aliva? try to say the names? Du Bois. <laughs> It should do, it's the boy. Um, so said, how's Isaiah adjusting to being back home? I go to Western Carolina. Oh, we toured WCU. Oh, you did. And I'm struggling. Uh, I already missed college. LOL. He misses college 100%. Yeah. He's doing way better than I thought. I, you know, early on. I was like, dude, you're going to have to go find it. You're going to have to go live somewhere else. <laughs> it's hard. It's to so bring. hard. It's not just bringing another person back. It's a person who has just found himself as a quote-unquote adult. An autonomous human, not requiring of parents. Yeah, like he's been doing things on his own um, for, you know, six months or whatever. And now he has to get back into family life. And we don't require a lot of him. You know, we actually had a sit down um, and said, we don't expect you to do like chores like right. that's not a thing anymore. You're you're a guest in our house. You still this is his house obviously. This will always his bedroom. be his home. Yeah. Yeah, his, that's his bedroom. It's I told him this where I was like, "Can we like pick this up a little bit or something?" Like, like we know that we're not asking you to do anything and we know that this is <laughs> your room, but uh can we get the 15 Duncan cups out of the room? <laughs> they're still there. Yeah. Well, um, he uses them for water, but I'm yeah. like, how many water cups do you need now? Right. Yeah, and that's that's definitely, a, it was a struggle early on, but we did have that conversation with him because, you know, he is at the point, like, he could, if he wanted, he I think he is there mentally, and he's in the place where he could just, like, you know what, I'm just going to do my own thing. Yeah. 100%, like, without, you know, no college, no college tuition, no nothing, right? Like, we want to help him out as much as we can. He's our kid, but I think he could, you know, he would go out and do his own thing. You know what I mean? I don't He'd understand. work three jo- jobs. Yeah. He would, you know, pay his own bills. He would do his own thing. He could handle that Yeah. as a human right now. So it's a little bit tough, and that's why, you know, like last night, he's you, like, you know, he's still a kid. Yeah, yeah, he's like, hey, can Marcus pick me up to – to go to McDonald's, McDonald's at, at 11 30 or whatever like dude we don't care like you don't have to ask but yes go that's fine except for the fact like if you're gonna smush the trash can down with your giant McDonald's bags <laughs> on trash day then the night before trash day when the trash gonna go to the curb anyway that you know I was like I'm not gonna say anything because he's a grown boy you know <laughs> <laughs> so but I, I didn't I didn't say Hey, can you put the trash out to the curb? Because that's my job now. You know what right. I mean? I don't know. It's it's a weird balance. It's still a thing that we're navigating and figuring out. I know we're talking about the parenting side of thing you asked about Isaiah, but yeah, he misses college for sure. This was a difficult year for him because it's it's the last time this will probably ever happen. Right. They went. He didn't go to college. He went to an extended summer camp. I mean, they were they were pretty much restricted to that just their floor 
mm-hmm. of people that they were hanging out with, you know, they, like having to wear masks in the common areas the whole time. They only hung out with a very small group of people. He didn't meet people that he was in classes with because he didn't go to an actual physical class. Some of the students did. He and none of his were required in person. So right. um, it, it was like a long summer camp. Yeah. Well, and their, even their classes were, okay, just jump on a Zoom when you want to. So you he's like jumping on at 2 a.m. You're like, what What are you doing? <laughs> um, but I'm excited for him. He leaves for a fun trip next week. Um, he will be gone for like a month. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. He, so they're, they're, they're not really prepared yet, but they're, they're now, now it's it. crunch time. So yeah. hopefully they get to leave on time. But I'm excited for him. He's, you know, so then he'll be gone and we'll adjust back to, you know, this morning he was like, oh, I'll take Ab for you guys. And that's always awesome because Abby's school is long enough where you have to start your work day later and like going to pick her up. You have to like stop what you're doing. And so I just always, love that he desires to because because normally he is i mean let's be real he doesn't wake up until whenever yeah um just the fact that he'll sacrifice that sleep time to hang out with ab yeah you know and you guys have seen them they love each other so much so it's it's special yeah but yeah he's he's doing better than i thought he would yeah knowing what this past school year meant to him um he's doing better than i thought he would because it meant a lot like he made some Lifelong friends. Isaiah is a very good friend. Yeah. He makes friends. He's a lot like the people I went to high school with, I'm still friends with. Right. He's good at that. Yeah. He loves hard. He does. (laughs) So Miss LB99 said, I would love to hear y'all talk about confidence and body image. I'm so in awe of both of you navigating life with such confidence and happiness. You're always making me smile. I hope I didn't hurt you by saying this, but as a plus size person myself who has always struggled with self-esteem, I love to hear other people who are plus size talk about how they stay confident and own it day by day. It's a good one. You think you think she was talking to me or you? Talking, talking to us. <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> Sweetheart, I know you think I'm hot, but <laughs> I'm heavy set. So. <laughs> so I I mean, I've always been plus size. You have mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. I've always been plus size. So at some point in life, you have to be like, this is who I am. God knew I was going to be amazing, so he made more of me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have a God, really great like a, personality. Such an so Instagram You guys meme. don't want me to be skinny because it would be, you would be in trouble. It would be too much. It would be so much. I wouldn't, nobody would like me. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, the whole package. Yeah. I just, you know, you just got to do it, right? Like, I don't know how to explain. Do I have bad days? Yup. I, I do. There's days where I'm like, dang it. You know, like. Dang it, I'm fat? What? Fat? Um, You know, and of course people will make comments and I'm like, well, that was rude. Like, you act like I didn't know what I look like. I mean, I'm still cute. You can still be cute and chunky. I don't know if people don't think that that's a thing. You know, but I was, we were talking the other day about how talking about someone's weight is like the only thing that is allowed at this point. Right? Yeah. Like, if I were a different race, 
or if I were part of the LGBTQ community or I don't know anything, it would be offensive to call me a derogatory term. But it's not offensive to call someone fat. Well, and and diving a little deeper into that, so the mindset there is, you know, a lot of people have consider that if you're overweight, then you have an eating disorder, right? Um, and I, I don't necessarily disagree with that. I think that overeating could be an eating disorder. You know, not everybody is eating their feelings. Not everybody's coping with something. You know, some people just have just. They, they eat too much, I, you know. I mean, I, I eat too much. That's what I do. You know, I'm, I'm an active person. I just eat too much. And, okay, so if you if it is an eating disorder, and I'm not arguing whether it is or is, I'm just, right. you know, if it is an eating disorder, in all cases, when you're overweight, you know, not not talking about like thyroid issues and physical issues that cause people at times to, to gain weight. But if it's an eating disorder that we're looking at here, then how is that any different than any other disorder that, that we wouldn't shame or anything? Right. You know, like, and, and that's kind of, that's kind of my, my mindset on it because I'm, I'm in a little different camp than you are, you know, Crystal took a video of us on the, the, the um, float in mm-hmm. the pool, you know? And I'm like, I'm like, Ooh, like I, uh, Normally my, my videos are like me looking kind of up at my camera a little bit and I look like a skinny queen and Crystal's video. I'm like, I told Crystal there was something wrong with her, with her camera, with her phone. I'm like, cause I look fat in that video. See, so and I saw that video and I was like, Oh, he looks so cute. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that, and that is a thing because I was, I was once skinny. So I definitely struggle with, with self image. I think, you know what I mean? I mean, I ran this morning. Do you know how much that sucked? <laughs> I never liked running. I hated it when I was a runner. I was yeah. cross country and track and hated it. I liked racing. I hated running. Hated it. It sucks. It's the worst sport ever. I need to find someone to run with that I'm faster than just so I can pass them because it's the only thing that oh keeps me gosh. motivated. Um, <laughs> you want me to get out there? And no, I, I want to I be skinny. I mean, no, you know, there's no embracing it for me. Yeah. So I don't like it, you know, but that's where my head is with it. <laughs> I want to be healthy. And then there's obviously other factors there that are like, you know, I need to live a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a special needs kid to take care of. So, uh, you know, this can get way deep, like super deep, you know, on this topic. But um, I don't I don't want to be like this. So is it an eating disorder? Yeah, it probably is. Because if you want something that bad, how come you don't just get it? You know, how come you don't just do it? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't I just do it if I, if it's something, such a big thing and, and, you know, I get like emotional talking about it, then why don't I just do it? And I, I think there are, you know, eating disorder factors in there. I don't want to label anybody or anything, but I think that's, I think it's definitely a factor. So that being said, I can put on a nice shirt and I, I'm, and feel myself just fine at, right. at this yeah. weight. So, <laughs> but it, it, it really depends on, there's a thing like get clothes that fit. Like the ones that, you know, they do make them at the same time. There's nothing wrong with working on, on your weight and getting skinnier and more healthy and feeling better about yourself. I don't want to say, I think there's too much body positivity mindset sometimes. Like you got to find that balance, you know? And I'm going to say, I mean. Because we can't be unhealthy. You can't be unhealthy, but just because someone's bigger doesn't mean that they're, I mean, you think about like what people eat 
sometimes they're eating all the right things and they're exercising and they still can't lose weight. Yeah, I know. But that's, you know, I'm talking about in most cases, not yeah. some, you know, and, and like Priscilla has good numbers, you but know, my, all of her numbers are good at the doctor, is, but my thing is don't worry about other people. Like worry about yourself. That's the biggest thing. I think that's okay. That's where this conversation needs to go. Yeah, Like I am not worried about what other people think about me. I, right. And, like, again, I have my days where I do worry about what other people think. I think it all boils down to that. But that could be about weight. That could be about anything. And just owning it, you know. I mean, that could be, like, how, how your skin. Your, that could be, you well, know. And just I got I got one ear lower than the other. That, you know. Just because someone's <laughs> thin doesn't make them healthy. Right. So, I mean, wh- how about you just worry about what you're doing and you eat what you want to eat and you exercise how you want to exercise and you stay in your lane. Like, let, let's try that. Yeah. I mean, that's not a, that's not a bad point. I, and don't worry about what other people think about you. Yeah. I think that's the, you I know, know, it's easier said than it done. It is easier said than done. And that came with age too. Yep. Like the older we get, the more like, yeah, I don't, I, I don't give a crap. Well, you and mean. the other thing is I have lost a hundred pounds and True. I'm proud of where I've come from. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, if you think I'm fat now, you should have seen me then. Looking at the pictures, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I had. Like that's that's mind blowing. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So, there you go. Yep. That was that's a that was a good question. It there's so much to unpack there though. Like, but you know what? And that could be a podcast us, in itself. Well, even with us in the social media eye, right? Even if we weren't, um, if we were thin, there would always be something someone would pick on us about. Yeah. Because there's thin YouTubers that people pick on them about True. other things. So, there's always going to be something. Yeah. Alana Wild Photography said, I'm really interested in your point of view on disciplining and autism. Oh, I think honestly it is per child. I mean, just like with a typical child, um, it's all in what a child understands. You know, Abby has things that she does that she's not trying to be bad. Um, she's just, a lot of her things that she does are attention, not attention seeking, but sensory seeking. So last night she dumped a whole thing of bubbles out. And, you know, some people would say, oh, that was being bad. Well, that's not her being bad. That's her like, oh, look at this. I want to play with the bubbles, you know, and it's a sensory thing for right. her. Getting candles. It's not a bad thing um, for her. Now, she has her moments. She likes to dig in the candles, like, yeah. like dig in the wax. But she has her moments where she does things out of being bad. Um, and you just have to kind of navigate those waters. We do, you know, we if she does something that she knows she's not supposed to do, we there are repercussions. She has to clean up her mess or, you know. We don't really do timeout. Well, she does go to her room, and that that so that was something like we had talked about this in the obviously no spankings. Yeah, so we did spank Isaiah, and it's funny like after we got, at <laughs> once he got too old to spank. That's when I decided I don't believe in spanking anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Not because like you know, you parent your kid the way you want to parent your kid. Um, short short of abusing them okay like right. don't abuse your kids but um it was just not it wasn't productive right it did not fear is not a good parenting tool yeah respect is way better than fear does it work yeah of course it works but it just like 
it wasn't productive for him. Isaiah's a logical kid. Like, honestly, like, sitting him down and, and, like, finding that thing that we can reach him on just in a conversation will oftentimes fix the issue because he doesn't want to be bad. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't want to make bad choices. He doesn't, like, he doesn't want to. We could literally talk him into better behavior. Um, and and that's that's really all it took for him. So that's kind of a, you know, kind of a regret although it led to some funny stories because he was the most traumatic oh my gosh so traumatic um no you know no scarring or anything like that it just it wasn't that big of a deal it wasn't that frequent or anything but yeah looking back on it like i I definitely he's like oh that's convenient you don't believe in spanking anymore i'm like well you know we all grow (laughs) and um yeah with abigail so or originally we're like, we don't want to send her to her room because then we associate room with punishment and like, Oh, we got to go to bed. I'm like, Oh, she thinks she's being punished. I'm like, we really were not giving her enough credit, you know, her intelligence. Like she doesn't associate going to bed with getting in trouble. Going to bed is going to bed. Even though it's in the same room, she's smart enough to understand that and come to find out she was like, she understands it's time for bed. Or you need to go up to your room and take a break. You need to go up there and chill out. And she doesn't want to go up to her room and chill out. So it does become a form of punishment because this is the repercussion for the action that you're taking right now. You know, when when she is misbehaving, we'll send her up to her room. And there's it's pretty hands-on because we do have to, you know, like... one of us usually stand like halfway up the stairs and like tell her to get back in there and like until... And she has to make the decision to calm herself down, to behave better, that she is done doing whatever she was doing before she comes out of her room. That's the most effective uh, form of, of punishment for Abby. And that's, you know, that's what you have to do for your kid is the most effective form of punishment that is... And and don't... You got to be intelligent with this. Like, just, you know, if you're children respond well to spankings what are they responding out of fear or respect or compliance you know which thing is it so just because something might be effective what's the means that you get there well and i think the other thing with abigail i'm going to go back a little bit um so we also send her up to her room when she's yelling and she knows that she's not in trouble now at first i think she thought she was getting in trouble when we would send her up there to yell but now she's realized that, no, I can just go up there and yell my little heart out, you know, because it's not appropriate. I don't want to stop the stem because she needs it, but it's not appropriate to sit and yell in everybody's face. Right. Um, so she knows that that's not a punishment, but that was something that we had to teach her. So um, your kids are way smarter than you give them credit for. Yeah, especially that emotional intelligence where, you know, where they understand um, emotional and social intelligence. And that's that's the, that's where a lot of, you know, don't tie that to cognitive, mm-hmm. you know, ability. Because that, there's a lot more understanding going on there. Okay. Last one. Pick, pick a good one. I don't know. Which one are you talking about? Oh, I wasn't. I don't have one in my Oh, I thought, I thought you had one. I had that you had one pulled up. Well, now I'm not. I'm not ready now. Oh. I'm sorry, but yeah, that I I would say the with punishing Abigail that like, like any other kid, you know, it's the most effective route. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and that changes with each kid, how they respond to things. Uh, you know, we were doing, you know, having her sweep uh, when we were getting behaviors, undesirable behaviors, because she hated it. And it was the most effective. It ended that behavior. So right. that's how we feel about it. Okay, Melly Booze said, what do you guys do for romantic adventures together? I don't mean going out to eat or typical date things. I mean, like, are you able to take a walk on the beach at sunset once a week or wait till it's raining and sit in the car holding hands, listening to the rain? Girl, no. <laughs> Asa, you better up your game. Is that, I, don't, <laughs> I, I feel like they watched the notebook one too many times. My husband and I have been together for over 20 years and we still make time to love each other and laugh. Okay. I see that a lot of you, a lot from you in your vlogs. So maybe it's not the notebook. Maybe she actually, she actually lives that life. Yeah. Um, it's an area that we, that we lack in. It definitely is. We are not a romantic couple. We have our, our moments. We have our art. Mm-hmm. Like we have these weak one week spurts, you know? Yeah. Our romance is very similar to like our exercise life. Like we do great for like a week and then it's all downhill again. We're both workaholics. Yeah. And I think that gets in the way sometimes and we have to check ourselves. I'm like, Hey Asa, we're not acting like a married couple. We're more like roommates right now. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, um, now, I, I don't know. The cool thing is, though, like, like the time we have drinking coffee in the mornings, it kind of sets us up for, what do you mean? What do you, what's I look for? Nothing. What? Go ahead. <laughs> like sitting down to drink coffee in the morning. Yeah. You know, I like that kind of thing. Yeah. Where it's like, it kind of sets you up for, like, this is the person that I'm, you know, I don't know. It gets your mind right with that person for the so whole day. So I feel like, it would do that more if we put our phones down because you were listening to some podcast or something this morning about weird things. I don't know. <laughs> okay, but yesterday, like, we were both on our phones, and it, w- but we were engaging with each other. Yeah. No, yeah. When we engage with each other, that's one thing. Mm. But this morning, we were not there. I got you. Yeah. See, we're working stuff out right now over the podcast. Oh, yeah. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I see you and I hear you. Oh my I want gosh. you to know that. Okay. No, I'm listening. <laughs> I'm listening. Um, yeah, that's definitely an area that that we need to. Work. Now, that doesn't mean that we don't have, you know, that we don't have romance. That we don't have, you know, I love this woman endlessly. Like we spend, we have some great moments. We do together that are just, you know, you know, when you look at your person and you're like, you're like, dang it, man, how did how did I end up with this one? Aww. You know. We have a lot of those. We do. And I think that's what fuels it for us. So I'm I'm the queen of, I'm like, can you believe we're married and have kids? <laughs> He's like, well, we've been doing this for 20 years. Well, yeah, I can kind of, our, our, Priscilla has these moments all the time. I'm like, can you believe we have like an adult child? <laughs> <laughs> like, like her 19 year old self just appeared and yeah. she's like, oh my gosh, I'm married? Like 13 going on 30, yeah. you know? I have I boobs. <laughs> I do that a lot. I'm like, can you believe that? Like, he's like, yep, I can believe it. I can believe it. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I don't have those moments. Priscilla does, though. <laughs> uh, uh, thank you guys for the great talking points this week. Yes, that that was you. fun. Um, good chat. And if, you know, if nothing else, like, 
like we, we've said before, the podcast is great for us because we can literally look at each other and chat. Yeah. You know? And that's it's a great way to start the week. It's it a great, is. great way to start our Monday. Yep. So, all right. We will see you guys next time. Have a fantastic week. Thanks for hanging out. Bye, guys. Thank you.